Welcome to another episode of It's Not About You with Jamal Harrington and Marianne Riley. And now for part two of the conversation. Yeah, like you're not going to get an Oscar before Bill Murray for that matter because Bill Murray has done a lot of serious roles. Um, I love yes. Bill Murray. He He's a really great actor. I like that it could go from, from comedy to serious roles. Again, Adam Sandler is doing it too. He's learning to do it. But I don't think he's that much of a serious actor because it's like he pigeonholed himself to being like, you know, one of those guys who are in like, you know, like his type <laughs> of comedy. And again, I'm not saying this to diss Adam Sandler. I love Adam Sandler. I think he's very funny. And I watch a lot of his movies. Billy Madison, one of my favorite movies. Um, but again, at the same time, for someone to tell me like, oh, he should get a, an Oscar nomination or an Oscar win for that matter. I'm like, wait a minute. I could name 50 better actors than him, name 20 more, and still not get to Adam Sandler. Look, if you think for one second that Adam like, go watch Hubi Halloween and then come talk to me. I sat through that trash expecting it to get better. I could you actually sit through that shit. Was funny. It, come on. And I was come like, it's, it's like... The water boy fucking grew up. I didn't like the water boy. Okay, that's my favorite Adam Sandler I've seen movie. It. If you like the Adam Sandler, yeah. you might, but I love it. look, it, he, when he was younger, was, he could play it off. Funny. But as a freaking grown ass man in his fifties to be talking, yeah, exactly, hey, exactly. I, I would that, still that, I would and, to him. that and happy that and Happy Gilmore are two of my favorite movies. Uh, I love Happy Gilmore. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, Happy Gilmore. Halloween. Look, you know that shit's fucking in Hollywood, and you know that Adam fucking wrote it when he gets a hot chick. Come on, no, nobody who plays that much of a dysfunctional, fucking low educated. Uh, I'm trying really hard to find other terms, Todd, to say besides retard. And he's playing Why somebody who's completely retarded. For this, he for that explanation. Is. What yeah. if I? Because I because <laughs> I'm her special cousin. No, because Todd's retarded. That's why that works, right? No, because I, you know what? I honestly, I honestly don't care if people say that word. Uh, the only time I've ever gotten mad at someone for saying that word is when, when they're when they're being a complete dick about it. Right, well, but if you just said if, something if that sounded about, nice, but I knew you were being a dick, I'd be like, "That's mean. Why would you do that?" Like. <laughs> right. What I'm saying is there's a difference. Okay. Because we had our, our uncle that was, who was severe down syndrome. And if you can't call him retarded, he was severe down syndrome. That's, it was a kind of a conversation because Todd and I, what we, he called me on it when I was, I was talking about my uncle who was retarded. He's our uncle who was retarded. He's like, Hey, he was, he was severe down syndrome. You know better, Marianne. I, you know, and I like put me in my place. Right. I, and I did, so yeah. I'm trying really yeah. hard not to fucking say Hubie, Hubie Halloween was a fucking retard who mm. was like and gets a hot chick and he's 50. Well, I mean, not even like he was fucking 20. He was fucking 50 in this movie. Come on now. The Marianne, remember the politically correct term for retard is Republican. Okay. Well, politics. Um, there See, we go. Now uh, I fucked up one and you fucked up one, Todd. Now we're waiting for. Hey, look, let's give Jamal a chance. Okay, oh, so we're all... Jamal fucked up the joke opportunity. Look at <laughs> Jamal. Jamal went out for a drink. He's like, "Fuck this! I need more alcohol for this." I so, I... so kind of getting back to the the list of the the Conjuring. Here's another movie that's coming out. The the um, HBO 
next year. The Conjuring. It doesn't well, really say when any of these things are coming out. Um, this, oh. right? But they have a remake, and there's a there's one that it looks like Will Smith is called King Richard, and this actually might be an interesting movie. A black King um, What? It's a. Richard Williams, the father and coach of tennis player Venus and Serena Williams. So they're doing yeah. a movie about. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, a, a, I guess it's more of a, a, mm. a documentary type. I, I don't know. A true life Fun. movie. Um, so we've got Conjuring, but I think it's a new one. The Devil Made Me Do It. The yeah. Conjuring. I'm not. It's a probably a sequel movie. then. Uh, Judeus Black uh, the and the Black Messiah. Hmm. So they, I mean, they actually have some interesting movies that are coming out that yeah, I would actually like, watch. We don't, um, we don't have commercials of any of these combat. movies, uh, even on streaming services, because if they're going to be on HBO Max, they're not doing the app on Hulu or well, may, I mean, yeah, unless the parent company owns multiple streaming services, there's not going to be any crossing over and. Advertising and well, Hulu, oh, Hulu is owned yeah, by Hulu's, several networks. Hulu is owned by Disney, Disney now, but it's HBO is not owned by Disney, or is? Isn't it? Isn't no. HBO owned by Time Warner? Hulu is owned by Hulu is owned by the three big networks or four big networks. But now that Disney owns Fox Entertainment and ABC, they pretty mm -hmm. much have. Like half of Hulu. So Denzel's doing a new movie too that's coming out next year. It's called The Little Things, and it's another. It's a whole like one of the kids reboot serial killer. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely so. I mean, they have some interesting movies that are coming out next year. That it's going to be. Um, oh, sorry, it wasn't a John Wick. It's a Matrix. The Matrix Four. <laughs> the Matrix Four. Out. It's it's a Keanu Reeves action movie. Who gives a wow. shit? Wow. Yeah, right. It, it might as well be John Wick Four. Elvis. <laughs> I'm actually Elvis. more excited about a Matrix Four than I so, am a John Wick Four, but I would still say my level of excitement is, you know, pretty low. Pretty low. <laughs> so they they have a. I don't know how they're going to do it. They've got. It seems to be the at least that I could find. There's one, two, three. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 11. Well, about um, 20 movies. Dune is coming in October of next so year. So about 20 movies. So we know that this is going to happen, but it, they didn't say at what time frame. So how many mm -hmm. movies they're going to be putting out a month? Obviously, it's more. It's going to be close to two movies a month if they if they started in January. To give you guys a heads up, um, just to kind of clarify. HBO is actually um, owned by Warner Media, and Hulu is actually owned. The majority of it is owned by Disney, with NBC Universal as an equity stakeholder. So, great. There you go. Excellent. So there that should go. so that should kind of give you guys an idea of what movies might show up on mm -hmm. certain streaming devices. Um, but but I mean, with HBO Max and what Warner Brothers is doing, I, I mean, it makes a lot of sense because a lot of the movie theaters 
I mean, at least the movie theaters in, in New York City are closed. However, the ones yeah. that are upstate and, and that are not in Manhattan, they're open, but they have to open at a certain capacity. But here's the thing, though, with these movie theaters, right. the way that it works is they have to, in order for them to get a movie, they have to pay a certain percentage. Uh, they have, like, if a Disney movie comes in and they know it's going to be big, they have to pay a certain percentage of their box office receipts to that company. That's how movie theaters, that's how it works. That's how they're able to know what movies they want to get in that specific theater. So if you ever go to a movie theater and you see that, let's say, for instance, The Matrix 4, let's say pandemic wasn't happening. Um, if, you, if you are going to see at this movie theater, another movie theater would have it. It's because that they're looking to pay whatever, uh, whatever percentage that their contract is, that they're expected to pay once they get it. Sometimes I don't know what the, the numbers are, but that's how movies are able to get these these movies in and they pay the distributor or the the the, the production company that much um in return yeah so the movie theaters are losing their source of so, uh exclusive business and the the studios are like we need to make money because we paid all these actors and we already paid to, to shoot the whole yeah. thing and edit and everything so like uh yeah i don't know i say i say uh thunderdome this out Let's put the head of Disney in the Thunderdome with the head of uh, AMC theaters and whichever one of them walks out of the Thunderdome and uh, and talks to whoever the master blaster guy would be in this scenario. They get to they get control. I think that's going to be way more fun. But I mean, yeah. And the sad thing about it is, you know, a lot of, I mean, again, I know 45 minutes, uh, about three hours away from where I'm at, there's a movie theater that's open, but they could only have, like, I think a certain capacity, which means that you're not really, you're not, you're not getting the revenue that you're used to getting whenever you're selling out a movie theater on a Friday or a Saturday, you know, uh, for, for a movie for that matter. Um, well, so it's like it, it really hurts. Want... It hurts the, the the theater business because you know they can't get that revenue to keep yeah. to stay open for that matter. Right. Well, you have to. Well, you have to take a look at. It. It's not just you know. And when you talk about the, um, Josh, where do you? What stage of of lockdown is uh, California in right now? I've it's, it's like been such a all the way locked down. But there's a whole lot of exceptions, so we can pretty much still do whatever we want to do. <laughs> right so washington went back to mm -hmm. the total lockdown but again I'm, I'm seeing certain industries for instance um casinos they're like okay sure we'll go ahead and shut down and we'll go ahead and do your social distancing and we'll go ahead and do whatever you want um wait hold on right we're, we're on tribal land we don't have to follow federal or state laws because we're, we're our own nation. So we'll go ahead. And this is where you don't and, go to those places. And the thing is, so is basically what they're saying is, is that the first lockdown that they conformed this time, they're not going to because of the yeah. fact that they lost so much money. And good on them that they actually have that ability to, to kind of dictate that. However, they also have stupid, you know, people who are drinking and being stupid 
and not wearing masks properly and stuff like that. Um, and I'm saying this, I, I come from a place to, I literally got a phone call yesterday, another employee, to, I, and I'm, I'm a, a HR safety director for three companies uh, in my day life, a little big deal. But that means a lot of stress right now during this COVID because I've, I'm dealing with, I've so far had to deal with uh, like t over 20 positive employees and all the ramifications in a construction industry um, and a production industry. And so I'm looking at my production shop. I'm When I had 15 people test, we shut down the entire shop for a week and they are freaking out right now. And I'm like, I'm personally going, yeah, because you guys are out in the middle of nowhere and you have thought, oh, that's something you city folk get. Us country folk, we're out here. We social distance, we don't deal with, we don't have to worry about that yep. stupid <laughs> coronavirus. And then all of a sudden, these people who didn't wear masks and weren't doing the hand sanitizing and weren't doing social distancing and weren't doing making sure that they're hand washing, all these things, precautions that all of us people that are around people all the time have been really anal about. Now, all of a sudden, they wonder why it just went through like wildfire and they're freaking yeah. out because everybody's sick. And this is something we're seeing this all over the place. I'm like, guess what? It was a matter of time before it hit you guys. And they're also talking about the the people who traveled over Thanksgiving, everything that happened, we're not going to see this for full impact until probably about Christmas. We're going to see just how bad, and it's continuing to rise. But what's scary to me is, is that of my 15 people that got sick, four of them had symptoms, five of them had symptoms. The others didn't. They didn't, we just tested everybody because they had that yeah. exposure, and they're like, what? I'm positive? And so that's something that it's, I think that there's a lot of people who aren't getting tested and I'm watching this impact. And we were talking earlier about 2020 when it gets over and everybody's going to be excited. And I said, 2021 is going to be even worse. Buckle up. You know, y'all thought 2020 was bad. 2021's coming in like buckle up bitches. Yeah. Bite the pillow. It's going in dry financially. And yes, financially and, and emotionally, because we're going to have that, the, all this lockdown that's causing all these, the, the mental health crisis that we're going to be rolling into in 2021 and the financial crisis because of all the, the companies, Josh, uh, yes. uh, are you a full-time entertainer? I do it with all of my heart and all of my time. <laughs> so what have you been doing to keep up? Uh, oh, I, I haven't been going anywhere. Been I've, I've actually been quarantining. <laughs> I so financially, though, that's a, that's how a personal are you question. Financially? You're asking me personal money. I'm questions. sorry. I mean, it's kind of personal. <laughs> well, no, I'm saying, what do you, what do you, okay, not, to, let me, let me, let me rechange that. I'm sorry, because it is really personal. And I, I didn't mean to put you on the spot like that. What are other people that you know of everybody, in your everybody situation? Whatever they can what to, you, to get by. I know people that have stayed employed the whole time and are working from home. I know people that have lost all of their jobs and the place to live. I mean, it's, uh, there's a whole spectrum within the industry. Yeah. 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 And everything in between. Yeah. And that's, and that's just it though, is just that with these lockdowns continuing and, and actually backstepping that's even like, and I've talked about this. Uh, my ex-husband, who I left it up, who's a very good friend of mine, his, him and his wife own a bar, and they opened yeah. it in August of yeah. 2019. They're about to lose their bar. 
you know, everything that they've sunk their whole life savings into. These are things that, you know, and with our, our current political situation where we have a president who, I'm still the president, fraud, I'm not leaving, you know, like the narcissist that won't get out of the office. I won, damn it, recount the votes. And, you know, making things so we don't have a, some kind of some kind of federal help that would step in, or especially, God forbid, because Washington State, you Democrats, shame, 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 we're not going to give you any money. You don't need our help. How did you think about those rights when we told you to stop? You know, all the financial things that could be helping people like entertainers that could help stimulus, you know, um, for unemployment, um, things that would help businesses, small businesses, small, and, and like I said, my, my fiance hasn't worked since March. He has not worked because he's he's a, a card dealer in a casino. I, I got to be careful when I say he's a, a dealer. People go, "Whoa, big black man's a dealer. What does he deal? Cards in a casino." But the, the card room he's worked from is closed. They open for three weeks and close back down. Yeah, all of that unemployment is running out December twenty sixth. You know, these are all things that we're looking at, and there's still no stimulus. There's still no other kind of thing in play. Thank God, you know, I wish I was him. He has a sugar mama, so he doesn't have to worry. But um, you know. The rest of us, you know, what are, what are these are the things that we're looking at for 2021. And those are the things that aren't getting talked about as much. They're like how small businesses are the backbone of America. That's what keeps us going. So how can well, we say 2021 Let's talk about better? these small businesses because I know there was one. Um, I know a lot. I'm a huge supporter of small businesses. I mean, I know even here in New York, the government here has been trying to get citizens here to support the small businesses. And a lot of us do, but it's all, but at the same time, it's like we as consumers could only do so much, you know, um, case in point, there's a bar in Staten Island, New York, uh, one of the five boroughs of, of New York that had defied a lot of the, um, the, the the closings like they what the the manager and it got arrested for opening up during the uh when when we're supposed to be closing and then the next day they were open again and the general man and like they were basically defying policy now the general manager and uh give me a second while i bring up this quote he was saying um he was basically saying that uh shoot uh i'm usually prepared for this excuse me <laughs> um oh, oh, professional sorry <laughs> i know i kind of threw that on you I, 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 i'm an asshole uh anyway but he was saying that we're not getting the support that we need the funding anything from our local state or governments all governments for what we need and we need our livelihoods back if they're not going to give us that we're gonna have to take, uh, we're gonna have to take it back at this point because we have no confidence in terms, uh, we have no confidence in them to do what needs to be done. And that's the general manager, uh, Danny Presti, who is a, a general manager of Max Public House, which is basically it's a bar out in Staten Island, New York, which had basically um, defied a lot of the, uh, a lot of the. Um, you know, the, 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 the mandates for, for being the locked mandates. down. 
Um, Max Max Public House reopened its doors Friday, uh, this past Friday, continuing its defiance of the city, state, and city's restriction on bars and restaurants amid the Corona mm-hmm. pandemic. The reopening the reopening came days after it was shut down by the city's sheriff office for blatantly violating the orders and put it placed back uh i'm sorry uh violating orders put back in place to curb the rising number of coronavirus cases in staten island so what ended up happening was they said okay fuck you guys we're gonna reopen again but this time when they reopened and i was watching the 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 news when they actually reopened they were actually kicking people out and none of them were wearing masks. They were gathering in a non-social distance uh, manner and they end up closing the place down again. Now, I know in California, California is protesting these lockdowns. I know there's a place. Well, there um, are people in California that are doing it. It's not like all of California is protesting it. There's There are groups of people around California that are protesting things. And it, it's tough because okay. I, I well, do try to support small businesses out here, but Peter Dinklage doesn't live in L.A., so I'm stuck with Brad Williams. And that's, that's all I can do is the best. And it's I mean, there's nothing wrong with Brad Williams. I'm just saying if I'm going to support a small business, I would know, prefer the, Dinklage. <laughs> I have to I have to say that I'm mad about the fact that um, the person who's making out the most is like Bezos, who's who's Amazon is making a gazillion dollars off of this. But at the same time, as much as I want to support a small business, if I can't get into that business, um, I can't go to that business to go support it. I don't have the ability to click online and look it up and and shop virtually. Um, there's a lot of those things like. Food, I do. I mean, obviously, I, I we eat out, and so we still do that. I'm 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 supporting you 100% every meal. I'm coming out shopping, but I'm trying to find places other than fast food. I'm trying to find places that are like even if they're a franchise, if they're locally owned. I mean, things like that to help to try and support those. But a lot of these businesses, yeah. they have restrictions that they're closed it's, down, it's, and, and we, we have an advantage. I mean, as much we as have we an advantage uh, between so New York and, and Los Angeles, Jamal, because we can support local businesses just by scrolling through Facebook and Snapchat and Twitter and all these other groups that are based here. Like, I, I, I take a lift. I'm supporting local California businesses. Um, so you know, it's it's not the same for all right. This is supposed to be a little more funny than that, but. <laughs> No, no, I think, but no, but I understand what you're saying, though. But the thing is, this in, in New York, like I think it was the day after uh, Thanksgiving. Actually, no, it was the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Like our city officials are telling us, "Hey, support small businesses." But it's like, "Hey, you're telling us to support, you're telling us to support small businesses," but at the same time, you're locking us down. At the same time, what are you as a government yeah. doing to make sure that these small businesses? are thriving mm-hmm. at the end of the day. It can't, it can't be just about us because the thing is, right? again, I love small businesses. I'm a huge fan of small business. I will huge walk down the streets of Manhattan and, and, and I'll, no, I, I really am. I'll walk down the street of Manhattan and if I see a business that kind of has something that kind of like, oh, oh, look, uh, like I'll walk in and like see what they have and I know that it's there and I'll know that, hey, if I want to give somebody like a ceramic, whatever, 
I know this is the place to go to. I'm, I'm one of those guys that, because New York City, just like LA, it's a living, breathing city. A place that may be open this week might be closed next week, and it might be something different. That's what I love about this city. Yeah. But at the same time, our government officials are telling us, hey, support your small businesses. But my question is this, hey, government, what are you doing to make sure that these small businesses are still here if they can't make up enough money to pay that commercial right. rent for, for that month? We could right. only do so much. What are you doing as a government a, uh, as, as a government, what are you doing to make sure that these small businesses don't go yeah, broke? And not to mention, no month? one gave a shit about small businesses in December of 2018. You know, it took this pandemic for everybody to care, but you should just, that's where you should be shopping if you have that ideology. And if you are just stumbling upon it because there's a pandemic, well, you're just going to forget about small businesses next year, presuming that we get through all this by, by next holiday season. Like you're just going to be like, okay, back to target. Um, you know, what, what's the, what's the deal there? You know? <laughs> yeah. No. And, and you're right. Walmart, no, I, I agree yeah. with you on that. That's why I always try to make, I, I mean, again, me personally in Manhattan, I know where all the small businesses are. Here's the sad thing about it. Most of those small, some of those small businesses are not open because they're just like, well, we're told right. not to Although open. I, I will so say, I've been to we, New York many times. Every business yeah. is a small business. I, dang, I bang my elbow on every freaking corner in all those aisles. They're not <laughs> big enough for even, like, I'm not a big person. So every business is a small business. <laughs> <laughs> Faces yeah, the value like, in New York, you could, yes. You could make this store so much more spacious if you just instead of called it a Dwayne Reeds, you called it Dr. Dwayne Reeds and you spell it all the way out. Doctor. So it's a wider building. Yeah. I don't want to tell anybody I don't have a civil engineering degree. I'm not trying to tell anybody how to build buildings. Please don't listen to me. I'm just saying you might have more space if your name was longer. <laughs> Anyway. I think that's, I think that's all of my yeah, small business yeah. material that I've that I've exhausted. I think I, I think at the end of the day, my my main concern is the small businesses, the restaurants. I, I have friends that'll call me up and be like, "Hey, we're gonna go to this restaurant. Me and like five other people. Do you want to come?" And it's like, "Well, hell yeah." Are we all wearing masks? That's the main. That's the main. Are we all going to wear a mask, or are we just going to just show up and just be like, ah, you know, let's just you know, every, the ante. Everybody but no, in the LA part, is, is complaining about the loss of outdoor dining, and the only thing I keep thinking is like, there were really only going to be five or six cities that could do outdoor dining at this time of year anyway. So, like, all we're doing is we're, we're, listen, we're just rejoining ninety nine percent of everybody Josh. else. Like you, you don't think they're building igloos on the side of the sidewalk in Green Bay, do you? Like, I mean, everybody has been stuck inside LA. You're lucky. We are lucky. We got this two and a half extra months that nobody else could have even dreamed of saving their business. I. Okay, first of all, I'm very glad you said that because uh, number one. I am not really happy with the sidewalk. Do you guys have like those little street side yeah, dining yeah. things the thing that is, they're doing? It okay, was just like we we already had people camping on the sidewalk, so this was really just an extension of that. 
So like we already were used to having space we could not use, right? Like this is a sidewalk up, you know, we all pay for this sidewalk, except now it's Bob's or whoever the guy's name is, uh, who lives on that sidewalk now, right? And so like we don't get to use it. Now it's now it's just a restaurant. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I am so anti I am very anti like street side dining because I'm just like, first of all, like I don't own a car. But if I did, I would want a place to park. And if you're telling me I can't park here because people are enjoying yeah. their meals here, um, I'm just kind of like, and and literally, like right now, like whenever I drive, I ride around the city in Manhattan specifically, there are places that are like adding heat lamps on these little, what I call like barnyard dining, yeah. uh, street yeah. side dining. And I'm just like, okay, you expect somebody such as myself to sit here in 32 degree weather and hoping that your your you know propane tank puts enough heat in where I'm sitting over my head yeah. for that matter and hoping that I come back again next week. Yeah, yeah. how am I supposed here? to connect with my Tinder date if I'm doing this the whole night? Because ah, you're shiv shivering. I don't know. And I'm you, a terrible. Okay, you. I am you not said it. Yeah, exactly. You know, no, exactly. Like, how can these Tinder, these Tinder bastards go on dates with these hooker-like chicks and be like, hey, um, you don't mind sitting out here in like right. six degree for, weather? For right? a bowl of ramen you know, or some nonsense, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm because you know, I'm I'm all about right. the planet I Earth. Hop, you know? I hop out here, started setting up tents in the parking lots, and it's like sure. No, and, and the thing the is, is it's up. one thing to have like a cover, like an awning. Like I still don't like that, but I I understand the logic there. But if you have now walls on the sides of your overhead, why yeah. don't just just go back inside? Just say we're not going to like make Garcetti come down here and stop us. But like we decided, yeah, yeah. What do you guys What do you guys think of uh, of uh, the vaccine? Well, the are you going to be getting it once are, it's available? Nope, none of us are uh, first in line, right? Like by the time we have to make a decision about whether or not it's going to be something we take once once it's available for us, we're already going to have twenty or thirty million Americans who've taken it in the past several months, and so we'll see how many of us grew an extra arm or dot or whatever. Yeah, you know exactly. Yeah. The, the frontline healthcare workers will be the guinea pigs, and then it'll be active military. Um, and I can tell you, because I was on active duty military, we get all the fun stuff that they're trying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and no, no decision to take, not take it. You don't have it's a choice. You can't say, I'm not taking this. Was, they're like, it was, you signed your life away. Hey, Josh. When they the, had to tell the, us what they, were, what they were injecting us with. We still don't have a choice, but they have to tell. Josh. Yeah, they're, they're going to send you the vaccine in the mail and they're just going to be like, right. do it or right. don't, whatever. Like, I'm, I'm on the VA healthcare system, so I'm sure that when it's available for the VA, I'll give it a month or two and then go in there and get it because yeah. I, I feel like they will have seen what's going to happen, whatever's going to happen. Most of the bad stuff happens pretty quick if it's going to happen. So we have 30 million well, or so out the there. Thing. I always thought that when it came to vaccines of that kind or any kind for that matter, that 
before it becomes available to the to the masses, it's already been through a bunch yeah. of testing to see if if people right. like grow a third That'd be fun, eye actually. or if you told a second butthole, would second be, butthole I'd be like, you know, oh, man, I might actually do that. No, no. Like I, I've said this before, I'm going to treat this vaccine like a PlayStation mm-hmm. Five. I'm going to wait till all those glitches are out of the way. Make sure there's no uh, issues or whatever. Like, like you said, Josh, if there's like a third arm growing out the side right. of somebody's neck, uh, I'm going to wait till somebody. You know, I'm going to wait, and but then you're, I'm going to decide healthy. myself. You don't have a high but, risk job. You're, there's going to be 30 or 40 million people that get this vaccine before you are even asked whether you want it. Oh, I'm not even looking forward to it. First of all, I'll, I'll, I'm going to say this. Number one, I don't even plan on getting anytime soon. I'm not putting that shit in my body. So far, I have not been sick. I've been wearing the masks. Oh, I've been doing God. everything that the government and Anthony Fauci has done. I am you not putting that shit COVID, in my body. Jamal, you already had it. Well, yeah. So well, and Also, there's, that's, that's another thing. They got, they, I was listening to NPR, and they were talking about the disparity within the different racial communities and their comfort with the vaccine. And it just turns out that the black community in America, anyway, is pretty overall like more hesitant than other communities. And unfortunately, or it might be the last people to even get it. Well, that, the other thing is, it, it's it's so, two. It's coming from two places. Like it comes from this okay. this history, and then it comes from. I mean, the 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 black and Hispanic communities are traditionally the last people to get quality health care in their neighborhoods. Right, and the. Which is very funny that you say that because here in New York, they've been saying that, oh, the most, uh, the, the largest spread with that virus is within the Hispanic yeah. and black community. And I'm just yeah. like, really? That's, that's funny. That no, they and say that's that. true. They have, they've taken a look at also the black community and the Hispanic community are the ones that it is having the most negative impact on. And it's it's actually hitting them a lot harder, and a lot of that is because, like you said, Josh, because the disparity in, in the healthcare that they get. Now, one of the things that I want I want I, I point this out is that um, back in the day, a, a lifetime ago, I used to work in research at the VA, and one of the things that we did was we worked with with re, um, with things like medications. And one of the things that that when you hear the list of uh, the side effects and stuff of a potential medicine. Keep in mind, they have to, when they're doing their tests and they're, they're putting their test subjects in there and say somebody had a heart attack or diabetes, some, something else, even if it was not directly related to that medication, if they had any negative effects, health effects, if they could not absolutely unequivocally prove that it was not due to that medication, they had to include that as a side effect. So there could be things, if you had a thousand people and one person had a heart attack because they were overweight, uh, you know, they had poor life health, they smoked, all these other things, they had to include that in there even because they could not unequivocally prove that it was not directly or indirectly related to the medication. Mm. Yeah. So when you see that, you have to keep that in mind. Um, like I said, it's going to be fine. By the time I have to make a choice, I'll be able to see however many people got hurt or if it got pulled even. Like, I mean, the thing is, is if they give it to a bunch of frontline workers and they start dying, they're going to pull the vaccine and we won't even ever get the chance to, to say yes or no. Well, um, so I, I can't remember what country it is, but they've already started 
vaccinated. Another country has, but not the it's U.S. And they've already approved it, and they've already England. Yeah, and they've already the first started, England, I think. <laughs> so that's they're going to be starting it there because again, they don't have FDA is they don't have the same kind of restrictions, and sometimes FDA is not necessarily in our best interest. There's things they've proven in other countries that, you know, that's why Americans will go to other countries for treatment. Certain, some questionable, that's not approved here in America, but it's approved in, say, England or in not a third world country, but in a, in a reputable country because some medication. And then again, there's also medication that the FDA is approving and other countries have already outlawed it. You know what I mean? This is, you know, it's, it's the America is not always necessary necessarily the best yardstick to be measured. It, it's about. kind of strange because uh, it should be pretty obvious to all of us because uh, FDA stands for fuck the Americans. And we should, we ah, should there know you go. right away <laughs> what their intentions are. Um, <laughs> pretty, I mean, if you think about it, they were, they were telling us <laughs> that this was what they were going to do. So. Well, and again, did I not well, say 2021 well and was going to well say, fight the, fight the pillow, it's going in dry? Yeah. Well, and that's, so. I mean, that's the thing. It's going to be, well it's probably going to be okay for me, and it's just not going to be okay for a lot of people, and we don't even have a plan to make it okay for the people it's not going to be okay for, you know? And... <laughs> well, okay. Well, speaking of that, speaking of a plan as far as trying to control the pandemic, um, Joe Biden has said that he would like for Americans to wear a mask for a hundred days. What good, are your thoughts would, on that? But good luck. I mean, these, why do you? Say I I don't have a problem wearing a mask at, right now. I mean, I'm on Zoom, so like I. But if it was required to be on this Zoom with a mask, I would do it. Um, but it, I know it's I know it's not. I'm just saying, wearing a mask really isn't that big a deal, and I I think. Good luck to him in enforcing that order because people are shooting minimum wage employees over wearing a mask. Uh, in the because think about it now when he says when he says a hundred days we're think I, I think now if he says a hundred days when him in office that's like the first or the second actually no it's the second week right of you April. you can take it off. When you're at home and in Can the shower, you? Jamal. By the way, what do you mean when you go to the grocery yeah. store? Right. Oh, yeah. Oops. Like you can wear. You don't have to sleep with the mask on. You can like it's, it's talking about when you go into Seven Eleven, you put on the little thing. When you get back in your car, oh, you can you. take it off and make sure everybody can see you while you're lip syncing whatever it is that you're singing on the way to work. It's gonna be great. It's gonna happen just like normal, except when you go to Seven Eleven, you put on the mask. You know, it's not that hard. But like I said, no one's going to do it. Totally, no one's going to do. It. I mean, there are a bunch of us will do it, but not enough of us will do it. Yeah, yeah. It's uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm totally. exactly. Yeah, exactly. I right. have it's to wear a mask. Kind of infringement. It's, a, it's, or it's my freedom. Right. It's right. not a like, law. It's just a it. mandate. No you can't move me. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think, I don't think Biden is. Biden is not making. I don't think he's really trying right. to make it What's a mandate. Do? Send the national guard um, everywhere. I but mean, at the, but yeah, exactly. Like here's the thing. My part. Don't be surprised if you see me wearing a mask in July of 2021. Like I'm. I mean, like I'm that paranoid right now. Like the other day, we had a guy at our job test. Uh, he met. He took a um, a, a thermometer and 
he was at like 100.1 degrees. And as soon as I saw that, <laughs> I stepped far the fuck yeah. away from this dude as possible. And I call, now I call him like his new nickname now for me is like, hey, right. what's up 100 percenter? <laughs> um, I call him 100 now. Um, he's like, why are you calling me that? I'm like, because you pop 100 percent. Now, here's the thing. Does he have COVID? Probably not. I don't know. But at the same time, I'm like, dude, you walked into, into work and you took that temperature. And I've never seen a I've never seen triple digits before before, like the decimal point hit like another number. I was like, dude, you had 100 percent. Dude, I'm not going to help you load your truck. <laughs> Hey, you know, I'm saying far away from you as yeah. possible. You know what I'm saying? So like, hey, I got a joke for you. Okay, tell yeah. it from 10 feet away. Like uh, that, that's, that's, you know, okay. I'm not so, trying to get sick. So just, just for the record, because I have to, this is one of the things, the questions that they ask with, the first question they ask with the fever is, if you have a fever of 100.3 or higher, so 100.4 or higher, under 100.3, you're fine. Yeah, but I mean, that, that's, those are, these are inexact measurements. I mean, I, I'm sorry, I got, I got my degree in biology. And so when I, when I, when I know, I know the difference between what is actually precise and what the government will tell people is precise. So the idea oh, yeah. that six feet is, oh, is yeah. a, you know, they say two meters in England, that's more than six feet. Uh, you know, like these are imprecise. And so like they said six feet distancing, I'm saying 12 feet distancing. Um, because because it's just it's a guess. It is a guess. All right. Like and one hundred point three is a guess. It is a it is a good indicator, no, but it, it is, is not anything to really rely on. So the interesting thing was is I told you that I had fifteen people that tested positive. Of those fifteen people, four right. had a fever. None of them had fevers. So it wasn't even Right now, that to me is more concerning than any of the numbers that I'm looking at or I'm watching because the fact that I'm seeing it real life, real it's playing out. And there's the people I'm trying to figure out how do I keep my industry from getting shut down? What can I do in my part of the world to keep my industry moving so that we don't have people? I'm I mean, making all the jokes I can. I'm trying wonder. really hard. Come on, you need to keep me. Somebody needs to keep me because I need some comic relief. God damn it. I don't get it at work for mm -hmm. damn sure. I have to try and bite the tongue and not say something like, you're a fucking idiot. What are you thinking? I have to be politically correct for the most part, which is very difficult yeah. for me. So this is the only time okay. I have the cutlers. Okay, Josh, this is your time right. to shine. Uh, one, two, three, <laughs> be funny. Okay. <laughs> Give me a pair of symbols right, monkey, and I will bang them together. Ah, oh, this is funny. <laughs> All right. Good times. I love when Mattel used to tell me what was funny. Those toys were the greatest. You just wind it up, you wind it up, and whatever the toy does, that was supposed to be funny. And so you're just like, All right, that's what comedy is. And then you build on that. You start watching um, the Three Stooges, which is like slightly funnier than winding up. Uh, the the dolls that bang the symbols together. I, I had a bear, but I've seen them as alligators, panda bears, like different kinds of bears, mostly bears, I guess. But anyway, I'm just saying, you build on it. So, has has anybody else watched last Friday's no. episode of The Mandalorian? Because I, I, I would rather hear the score of the Seahawks. Yeah. 
That's why I was asking. I'm so that's mad why I was asking. The episode before that, the fifth one, I had not seen yet, and I was flipping through a freaking country radio station. Bitch was given, and I'm like, spoiler alert, God, why don't you fucking say something ahead of time? I was so mad. I'm like, how dare you? Just, you know, how dare you think that people have already seen it and not even like say, hey, by the way, I'm going to talk about the episode for Friday. I don't know. I, you know, and start talking about shit. I was so mad. I, was I so don't mad. know. I mean, it's the Mandalorian, though. This isn't, uh, this is a pretty formulaic story. His ship needs repair. He has to help somebody to get the repair. They succeed. And then he flies away to the next thing. Like, you know what it is. You know what you're looking at. And so if they're just like, oh, it's yeah. Bill Burr. Like, that's not, I mean, this isn't a spoiler alert. You know what it is. <laughs> no, but they did. They mentioned some shit that they shouldn't have talked about. Okay? That's what I... And I can't repeat it because what if somebody hasn't seen that episode yet? Then I would be the one being the, giving the spoiler alert. I think if, and, it's, if it's from last season, you, know, you, you are fine. You can say anything about what happened last season. Two weeks ago. It was two weeks ago. So I it's think, a slippery slope. It's a I think slippery if it's been slope. Out, it gets dropped at midnight. You can start talking about it at two uh, thirty. <laughs> that's not that's, enough. Anybody who really cares will have seen it by two thirty, and then you can. Okay, so those of us who who have lives, well, I mean, look, what's what's more important is if you're look, it's there's not nothing anything nothing wrong with making your kids the priority, but that just means that. Now at two thirty, you're going to hear Mandalorian spoilers. Yeah. You know? Yes. Okay. This is true. yeah. So so parents and people yeah, who have parents, other obligations. People who are like life. out at sea uh, for the Navy, and then they're coming back. As soon as they get back in port, text them what happened on Mandalorian because they're not going to be able to. It's going to be hilarious because they're not going to be able to catch it. Right. Like babe, 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 babe. Did you watch The Mandalorian yet? Because do not come home unless you watch the last episode. Get yourself a room at Motel 6 and start watching. <laughs> You've been gone for six months. You can handle one Exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, if, if you're caught up to like last week, like before yeah. Friday, then we could probably like, talk about that stuff. Because it's right, at least like, a week. You could say it's the, it's the bad guy from Breaking Bad is playing this uh, guy chasing the baby. That's cool, right? That's that's not really a spoiler alert. Um, no, I don't think that's a spoiler alert. But certain things, you know, if you're talking about, you know, mm -hmm. names. Well, and, and that's another thing. Yeah. You know, misconceptions. All the people who of, really care have watched all of the Clone Wars and know exactly what's happening right now. And they don't need the uh, recap every week. Like, they got it. Gideon's after Grogu. Boom. You know, like, everybody knows. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and, and everybody knows. See, I haven't seen the Clone Wars. Maybe that's you've, you've, everybody knows right. what a Jedi, yeah. But I well, they know seen the, the Jedi that was in the episode last week. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. And I haven't, I didn't because I didn't watch all the Clone Wars. But Jamal, like, Jamal okay, does whatever. not care about the Mandalorian. <laughs> they, they have, <laughs> they have these weird fucking people on there with the, have these weird little tentacles strapped to their head that look so mm -hmm. fake and ridiculous but you know hey listen like... rosario dawson <laughs> needs work too okay this is a tough time for everybody yeah. where covid restrictions have shut down everybody's income and look she's a tony award-winning or, or nominated or whatever actress i don't know what she's actually won but she's been nominated for a lot let her let her work i guess 
She could wear plaid. Oh no, she was fine. Hey, I was she, she's been in at least Not a couple of Kevin Smith's movies, so she's got to be famous, right? Right there, you go. She's been in Kevin Smith movies. Big step up over Rent. <laughs> or you know Netflix's, you know what was he, she was also a recurring character on uh, I think it was either Daredevil or uh, one of the other Marvel shows on Netflix. All yeah, of them, all was, of them. She was uh, Luke Cage, uh, Daredevil. Yeah. Um, I think a couple of episodes of um, Jessica uh, Jessica the Jones. Um, and been- I'm. Jessica Jones and I've watched. She's been watched she's been both and, the victim you know, and perpetrator on Law and Order. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> that's a that, credit. If you ask me, that's thing. like playing Valjean yeah. and um, the other guy in them is who is the other guy? Is Valjean? I don't know. And see, nobody. See, how do you guys laugh at my rent joke? But you don't know the other Les Mis character. Is it? John Purr or something, John or whatever. I, I, you know, I don't even know why I bothered even contributing to the Les Mis joke because I don't, I don't, I have never watched the movie. It's a, all I know is what Anne Hathaway's in yeah. it. No, I know, I know it's a Broadway musical, but I know that Anne Hathaway is in it. I think uh, Hugh Jackman is in yeah. it as well, like in the in the Hollywood movie. But aside from that, I'm not a I'm not that big of a huge musical fan, unless I'm, I guess, dating a girl You're who's a much into musicals. Fan of small um, business but I mean, you are of big musicals. <laughs> you know what? If you don't want me on, you know what? First of all, if you don't want me on this podcast, just say get the fuck out. That's all you have to say, God. <laughs> just be like, you know, what? you're no longer needed here. Don't tell me that much. You cannot contribute to our Tony Award-winning conversation. <laughs> Ah, uh, God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not flamboyant enough. You live in New York. <laughs> yeah. Okay. First of all, yes, I do live in New York. But you know what? Since I've been back in New York, I've only seen two Broadway shows since mm. I've been back here in New York. None right, of them was right. lame. Is. Um, I'm not even sure that they're still on. I have no idea. I know. I know Chicago was still on. But no, no, they're not. Yeah. They're not. They're not. Like Broadway is not coming back. I think until May 2021. Anyway, so. Uh, there goes, you know, my chances of ever seeing. I've yet to even see The Lion King, and that's the one Lion King and Avenue Q. Those are the two mm. shows that I want to see. Mm. Can't even do it. What's the second one? Avenue Q. It's yeah. like Sex in the City meets Sesame Street. Avenue Q. Okay. okay. I've never watched that. I've never seen uh, Sex in the City, so I'm. Oh, well, you're still <laughs> not missing much. No, I know. It. You've never I, seen again, Sex in the City. Very minimal amount of time. You've never seen yeah. Sex in the City. Yeah. It's like um, it's like Friends meets Deep Throat. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think a lot of it is that I'm not a fan of Jessica Parker because I mean she's yeah she's I don't know I've other than what she did Footloose. You I'm know not, what? She's not she is not sponsoring this podcast, so you can say terrible. I know she is, and I've just I'm not. I've never been one who is into like drama or, or lifetime or shit like that. I, I just don't fucking watch it. If I'm going to watch something, I'm going to watch either an action movie or a comedy. Um, I'm not into, I don't do horror and I'm not into drama because I've got enough lo- drama in my fucking life. Well, I sex, sex, it, the city's so. technically a comedy, I think. Um, but it, I, I always thought sex yeah, was more like if you took like 90210 and put it in New York city. Hmm. Mm. And and age yeah. them up about twenty years. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There have been yeah. times where I've walked around New York and I've ran into the set of Sex in the City and I've met Sarah Jessica Parker like on two different occasions and she is not a nice person at all. And that's why I do have a joke about her and how like, you know, how terrible she Who is. And, and that's why, like. like, I don't make- Oh, I want to hear more about this. <laughs> oh man, that's a whole other podcast episode. Right, that's that. a whole fucking, that, we don't have enough time left for <laughs> that. that. A, There's a whole podcast you know, series Like here. I'll even throw in one- Counters we did not I'll like. throw in- <laughs> I'll throw in one extra just to satisfy your mm -hmm. your hunger. Joaquin Phoenix. However, I did like the new Joker movie. I heard, that he did, I heard Joaquin but Phoenix. I am not I a fan Joaquin of Joaquin Phoenix. Is kind of a, a weirdo in real life about meeting. No, 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 no. Weirdos gives compliment to weirdos. He's a complete no. douchebag. He mm -hmm. is. He's a terrible Bummer. person. I mean, his his brother died on Sunset in front of everybody. I think that might fuck me. But that's not your problem, though. Oh, that sure, was sure. I'm just that's saying, his issue. Yeah. That has nothing yeah. to do with you. Yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm sorry your brother died in your arms at the Viper Room. But you know what? If my brother was doing cocaine, I'd probably be like, hey, bro, probably about to slow down on that shit. Did you that, know what I'm saying? Did that cocaine yeah. come no. to you from a Hollywood executive? Did you get that from a Hollywood executive? <laughs> yeah. Did you, before you signed that mm -hmm. contract, you cleaned up that cocaine? That's how you know it's pure. Or, that's like, how you know pure. Any cocaine... Any cocaine that I give you, you have, you have basically void the right of me giving it to you and me mm -hmm. be the cause of your death in mm. case you overdose. Yeah, but if you sell me a car and I crash it, you're also absolved of any responsibility too. So I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but if you sell me car insurance and I crash, then you have to pay me. So. If we think of cocaine as insurance for whether or not I can have fun, <laughs> if I ever do cocaine and don't have fun, which I would say dying falls under the category of, then you yeah, have to pay me. Yeah, yeah. I've just redone the cocaine business. No, well, Thank you. Or you're welcome. Okay. First of all, I kind of, I find it hard to, I find it hard to believe that anytime Joaquin Phoenix is addicted to somebody. Somebody's like, oh, I'm sorry. I get it. You're still thinking about your brother yeah. after all those years. Like, no, go fuck yourself. He's probably you know, doing cocaine. You're responsible of your own family trauma. Like, yeah. I was going to say, he probably still does cocaine, even though. The I'm last so, interview so I saw with him, he pretty much talked about his anxiety and stuff. So I think that he's he's just an awkward guy. Yeah. And in, in certain situations, he's probably just, like, really standoffish and, and very quiet. Yeah. When I met him, he was a complete dick to me, and I told him straight up, dude, I don't go out of my way to watch your movies. And this was when Buffalo Soldier was coming out that he was in that nobody's ever heard of except for movie buffs. And when I found out he was going to play like the Joker movie, I told myself, I'm not going to go watch that movie. But then I was like, you know what? Let me give it a shot. And I'm not going to lie. Taking all of my feelings, you know, my personal feelings of him away. He did a great job. He did a great job in the Joker movie. How do I think? He's still a dickhead. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on, Seth. Yeah, we're getting close. We, to we're getting close to like we've got probably like five minutes left. So so much for me dipping out early. Um, I five have a, other obligation. Everybody so, do a line if you um, got it. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, well, so, oh, there you go. What's your line, Josh? Um, 
how do how do our listeners find you, Josh? How do people find you? What's your social media? Plug you. Um, anything you got. If you go to joshgibsonjokes.com, that'll get you to all the stuff that I have. And are you doing yeah. any kind of Zoom comedy or like no. web-based comedy? Yeah. No, I, yeah. I, I, I've been working on uh, writing a few things and hopefully I can find somebody that will purchase those things. Or I can uh, come into a bunch of equipment and make them myself and then keep 100% of the profits and cut the man out of it. I'll get my own cocaine. There you go. Very much Hollywood executives. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, Josh gets it. You know, you. <laughs> okay. And so, um, and you're on all the social medias, Twitter. Mm-hmm. And Instagram. Facebook. And Facebook. Mm-hmm. On the YouTube. Although I'm not active on, I'm not posting videos of my day-to-day life, if that's what you're looking for. <laughs> you know. I did. I, I have plenty of friends that have great uh, bread recipes on theirs, so you can like go find me on Instagram oh. and then oh, look yeah. through my friend list yeah. and find some of those people who've gotten really good at like maybe they found a way to clean in a way they didn't know existed, or or they've made some great bread, or um, they found a great restaurant that's still serving outdoors even though you're not supposed to. Um, yeah, that's what you can find on my friends' pages. But on mine, it's mostly like pictures of my dog and like funny street signs that I that I come across. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. The things that you have to do People to be relevant, like you know. Those those yeah. dogs. I have a little corgi chihuahua mix. What kind of dog? Uh, she's small and furry, Sweet. and not Aww. not the chick magnet I thought she would be. <laughs> Yeah, I take her to the, well, before all this COVID stuff, I would take her really? to the park, right? And uh, I was like, oh, I'm going to let my dog off the leash and she's going to run up to some other pretty girl in the park and, oh, a conversation starts, right? No, that is not what happened with my dog. My dog finds the big scary dog, bites its ankles, and then runs. And now I have to like chase. And you know who doesn't own big scary dogs? Pretty girls in the park. Right. Yeah, big scary dogs are owned by like the guy who came in a Wrangler with the top down and like no doors on it and like the tires are as big as my chest like what are we doing here buddy but they've got like uh they're like uh excuse me sir can you get your freaky creepy fucking dog away from me please listen it's not my fault she's a cattle herder and your dog (laughs) looks like a cow and they don't like that So it becomes this whole thing that everybody has, like everybody in the park has to hear him yelling and it's fucking annoying. So, um, yeah. (laughs) So that's the kind of thing you'll find on the Instagrams. So in other words, well, you I've need to retrain your thing, dog. How right, and that's the thing is like, while I recognize that's, that's the reality, issue. I also don't think of my dog as a circus animal. She's not here for me. She's on her own program. I'm just giving her a warm place to stay and a reliable source of food. And if she wants to wander in front of the moving vehicles, that seems like, you know, her decision. Who am I? You know, I'm, I don't have my life together. All, I'm not making great decisions all the time. And I'm learning and I'm, you know, she will, you know, lose that leg and then bounce back and become the next, you know, great version of herself. And I'm just here to give her a, a, an apartment to live in while she does that. That's all. 
Uh, I feel the need to clarify. Oh, that's a very good. I need unique, to clarify. This is just a joke. Coffee. I did teach my dog to not cross the street when I say wait. She waits. But all the other stuff, all the other stuff, she's on her own program. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think that's a good place to end right there. Yes. Come on. Come on. That was. A- Thanks for tuning into another episode of. It's Not About You with Jamal and Marianne. Be sure to check them out on Facebook at Not About You Pod. That's N O T A B O U T, the letter U P O D.